Hi, babe. Welcome back to the Pleasureful Podcast. This is Lauren from Lauren Likes It Like That. I coach women on using their feminine energy to attract men into their life so they can enjoy dating and building relationships. There is so much more to this as well, which is what we will get into on this season. Yes, season two of the Pleasureful Podcast. So there are a few changes around here. One is that I am doing this podcast currently from Mexico. I moved to Mexico recently, so there will be a lot more coming on that on how I used my feminine energy, built my trust from within to actually make this desire that might be random, but maybe also not so random for me, uh, make it happen. The second thing is that this podcast is now being recorded on video. So not only can you get it on Apple and Spotify podcast, you can also find this on YouTube and perhaps along the way at some point, there will be some visual elements to it. But if you like to watch someone talk about topics, you can find this on YouTube as well. So I want to talk about how I kind of pivoted from pleasure, speaking solely about pleasure to speaking specifically about feminine energy and how they go hand in hand, actually how masculine and feminine energy go hand in hand with pleasure. So as I was on this journey of really solidifying pleasure in my life and really speaking to it and coaching on pleasure so that, you know, women can feel more pleasure in all areas of their life, I was saying a lot of things about, you know, pleasure is how you are being. Pleasure is... um, is your own awareness like of yourself. And it's that it's feeling good, following your desires, feeling good, using your desires that even though they're scary or they might be a little uncomfortable, but if there's like this deep inkling desire, you're like, I want this thing, but I'm just not sure how I'm going to get it. And then being able to feel, feel good, taking action steps towards it. I started to realize that like that is feminine energy. But then I would also at the same time, just like I just said about taking steps towards it. So that is masculine energy. So it's funny because I would talk a lot about like, oh, um, you know, pleasure is about, you know, feeling good. It's about like aligning yourself. Okay. Yeah, cool. But then also I started to realize like you have to take actually aligned and inspired steps to get the things that you want. And while you might get one thing that you want, maybe fairly easy, and then you to keep going and get more and more, you have to continue to take steps and strides forward. So then I started to see this like masculine feminine dynamic at play that actually brings us pleasure. And then I started to see that in our society, we're so used to doing, doing, doing. And because a lot of times this is where the pleasure piece comes in people associate pleasure with feminine but at the same time again like we have to take those aligned action steps nothing happens without doing nothing changes if we don't change what we're doing that's the definition of insanity right um expecting a different outcome by doing the same thing so I started to see that pleasure is not just a feminine quality that it actually requires taking steps aligned steps Are they the right steps? Well, that's the thing. We don't know until you find out, right? So in that, what I mean by that is take a step and then receive the feedback. Did it feel good? Did it not feel good? Um, Did it bring maybe a new perspective? Did you, what data did you get from taking that step? And a lot of times um, 
I mean, a big principle I go off of is energy is everything. And so I really love this dynamic of masculine and feminine energy because we all have both energies. Most, I would say, women who identify as, you know, women or females um, have more, are more feminine energy uh, on the range, the spectrum of feminine energy. And then the same on the masculine male side. Now, it's not always the case. um, And we can choose where we, where are we masculine or feminine dominated um, within our own energies. And we have to, we will switch back and forth between them, depending on what we're doing that day, or if we are, you know, taking care of our family versus running our business, things like that. So I started to see the energies at play and that it was really starting to irk me that people were saying, oh, pleasure is just a feminine thing. And I'm like, yes, it is. But also we're just so used to doing, doing, doing from a masculine point of view that people are getting burnt out. And like, yes, we do need pleasure and um, intentional rest and we need like there's a lot of strong feminine qualities that have just simply been suppressed in society because they can't be measured because masculine is all about productivity and efficiency and feminine is about collaboration, love, nurturing, um, receiving and resting, sensuality, things that can't technically be measured. So I also started to think like, well, Doing is great, but it gets us to burnout. So what if we were to flip it and to do things from a place that feels good, to take care of ourselves first, especially as women who are more on the feminine-natured side, to take care of themselves and to start to do things from a place of feeling good versus sort of like, I think about it like living for the weekend where you're working all week, burning yourself out, wearing yourself thin just to get to the weekend so that you have, so that you're doing this, whatever you're doing during the week so that you then can go have fun, spend your money, do whatever on the weekend. Whereas what if we flipped it around, flip the script, we start doing more of what we like to be doing that fills us up, that challenges us in a good way, that makes us feel more purposeful and we do it from, we can, we're actually able to do more from a place that feels good because we're not going to get as burnt out. And then also because we are filling up our cup first from a place where, again, we're conjuring up these feelings of feeling good first, which is like self-care. Um, and self-care is like all about what you're consuming, what you're consuming from an energetic perspective, a spiritual perspective, um, like a food perspective. Um, friendships, that's kind of energetic, um, media, all of these things. What are, are we discerning? Are we being picky and particular about what it is that we're taking in? And are we giving ourselves the chance to have the best quality inputs so that we can feel good? And then from there, we can just feel good more often. We can really fill up our cup to the point where we have overflow. And then we want to do more from that place of feeling good. We just continue to, to do things. And that's how, that's literally too, like how I think about building magnetism is showing up for yourself first and building this feminine magnetism. I love to, um, tell women to literally be obsessed with yourself. Like it's an extreme form of self-love. 
And we are just so often taught that showing up for ourselves is selfish, that we're needy, that we're too much, and therefore we don't set boundaries, we don't build healthy relationships, and we hold on to things because we think we have to because we're not trusting that it's going to be replaced by something as good or better. So we attach ourselves unnecessarily to situations and people. And this is where all of our limiting beliefs start to come in. It's like, well, now we're just limiting ourselves to a very narrow scope of what we know. Whereas (laughs) you've seen some of my previous podcasts where I talk about Kanye, Kanye West, after seeing his, um, his documentary, I was just inspired because he, people call him arrogant and like, okay, maybe he is to an extent, but he also really believes in himself. Like believing in ourselves isn't selfish. If, who, no one can believe in ourselves more than we can. And everyone else is preoccupied to an extent with their own selves. Like no one is more preoccupied, has the capacity to be more preoccupied with you than you. <laughs> so worry about yourself first so that you can fill up your cup, so that you have actual energy and capacity to give to others and it won't be from a place of like you know um tit for tat and keeping track and it's more of a it's genuine it's genuine support and overflow that you're giving and people feel that and people feel I would say people feel when you this is a big thing that I've been um that I've really been working on with myself almost like the past couple months is telling myself people trust me because I trust me. And so when you trust yourself, other people will feel that and they feel literally safe to be in your presence, to be held by you, to be vulnerable with you. And yeah, so Save or trust a lot of that trust comes from your own internal validation. I had a huge moment of internal validation, which this just also comes with. I feel like a necessary thing that women need to build up internal validation, I believe, kind of goes hand in hand a lot with worth as well. And all of these things were things, by the way, that I did not have like two years ago. Okay. So just keep that in mind. All of this takes practice. Okay, so internal validation. Um, I is it, I'm in a coaching mastermind, and it all of a sudden landed with me that um, the the freedom that we had in that group to openly share our wins and celebrate ourselves and to brag about ourselves built so much internal validation in me that I was like, oh my gosh, I I got this. Like I am this, I am becoming the person that I want to be. I can do this. And it's funny because I made a TikTok on it right after I (laughs) received sort of like that feeling and that download, that like connection and it went viral. So go check it out if you can find it. Um, And um, women really resonated with it because We're always taught, not always, I shouldn't (laughs) scratch that. We're not always. There are a lot of coaches and 
guides and mentors that will say, celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself. And we're like, yeah, cool. Okay. Celebrate myself. I love knowing the why, like why, like what is it going to do for me? Where is it going to hit? Like what is, what's the outcome here? The outcome of celebrating yourself is not just for celebration sake. Like, yes, it feels good to celebrate yourself, but it also just builds this like deep rooted internal validation of like, I can do this. Like I'm making progress. Like I'm validating myself, which gets rid of the need for external validation, especially when we're doing something a little different or even we're acting different around, um, around other people. So like what I, what I would say is if someone is used to you always being available to be their, you know, drinking buddy on Friday night and all of a sudden you say, Hey, no, sorry, I'm going to stay in tonight. And then all of a sudden they start getting kind of like, what? And either they're maybe taking it personally or they're, they're just like thinking that like, oh, you've changed and whatever. But you're over here being like, hey, pat on my back. Like, thank you self for staying in on that Friday night because I woke up on Saturday and I felt so good. I took myself, you know, to the farmer's market or, you know, I caught up with a friend over coffee and I didn't ruin my whole day. I even like went for a workout and it's like, you're internally validating yourself when you're, when you're saying like, you know, thank you self for staying in on Friday night. Whereas your friend over there is going to be like, you're so lame. Like your friend who expects you to be their drinking buddy, isn't going to be like, way to go. Good, good on you for staying in <laughs> because they're going to be pissed, right? Um, so just it's, yeah, internal validation is so key, especially for feminine women where we have been taught to look for so much external validation because all of our feminine traits have more or less been suppressed and been taught to us, um, been told that, and shown in society that one, they're not rewarded two that they're weak or lazy or what have you. That's just not the case at all. They have their own place. Our feminine traits have a purpose and really building your feminine energy is about balancing your masculine energy with your feminine energy, which truly brings you more pleasure in life. Because again, when you're doing things from a place that feel good, you then you're actually, and you're open to like receiving that feedback of, does this thing feel good for me? Does it not feel good for me? How do I feel about doing this? Do I like doing that? Then you start to, certain things start to fall away that just don't feel good. You, this is also, all this is for another episode, but it it starts to relate back to your nervous system. You stop doing things from a survival mode because all of a sudden you're trusting yourself from within and now your nervous system is attuning to like what feels good and what doesn't feel good rather than forcing it to do things that are out of alignment, that are burning you out, that are, and that's what's causing anxiety and stress and all the things because you're not feeling good often enough. One of my favorite mentors says, feeling good is your job. It's so true. And so balancing these energies can help you feel good more often, can bring you more pleasure into your life. That does not mean by any means that you're never, um, you're never going to feel pain again. I feel a lot of pain. I just move through it I move through it. I use my emotions. I use my feminine side. I give myself space. My masculine shows up for me. My masculine energy shows up for my feminine energy. I do feel pain. And actually, I see pain as such a beautiful, great teacher in our lives. 
yet again, another episode or perhaps a future masterclass that's coming soon. So I will leave you with all of that. Let me know how this resonates with you. I would love to see in the comments below, or you can DM, DM me on Instagram at Lauren likes it like that. And until next time, we'll see you soon.